0: Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're on episode 40. My name is Craig Perales and the guy that always pours one out for his homies, Major Montemay.
1: Yeah, it's it's not great. It's okay.
0: I don't know how people drink this shit every day, but... <laughs> so guys, since we have hit episode 40, we have decided that we are going to drink 40s today. I have chosen King Cobra, the king, the king, 6%. Andrew has chosen a nice, hold up, I don't know if they can see it. A nice Mickey's, which sits at a 5.6. So, guys... So I can eat lightning and uh, crap thunder. <laughs> Pause the episode... And go get a 40 with us and drink along with it. Because this is kind of a special episode. Um, I do got to say, the I believe, if memory serves... The King Cobra is the first 40 as a young buck that I ever had. So, I'm curious of what anybody else that's watching this... CN, if you've ever had a 40... Uh, Colin, if you've ever had a 40... Uh, and Andrew, this is your first experience with a Mickey's, is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, that's alright. I think the King was better last time we had those. Uh, those I told you. It was also two you years You can never go wrong outside. with the
0: King as long as they stay ice cold. Yeah, no, these are gonna get warm real quick. That's why you gotta drink them fast, baby, so we will try to get to the news as fast so that we can drink them and they don't hurt going down as they are on the way out. <laughs> so guys, first up is, um, kind of like what we did with last month. We're gonna tell you guys the top games of march coming out that we think you should check out obviously there's probably 20 or so games packed with a bunch of dlc i was seeing a lot of like borderlands dlc coming out there's um control has dlc coming out but andrew and i have narrowed it down to five games that we think this month you should check out on the first on the top of that list i almost want to end it with it but let's start it with it is ori and the will of the Wisps. that new hotness that new is hot it comes out march 11th on the xbox and the pc so this is one of the first party games that xbox and microsoft own this will be a day one Uh, game pass game
1: they're exclusive of the year i think the only one coming out
0: so this game um, a lot of people have already played it a lot of they've demo tested it it's looking fantastic it's getting really good reviews if you've played the first one then that's you know then you're familiar with that the first game was brilliant. So before we dive into number two, Andrew, what are your initial um, memories with number one? I actually didn't play. The, I played a bit of the first one, oh. but I didn't beat it. And
1: I remember watching Did you guys play it. Yeah. Um, I think she just, like got towards the end okay, of it and okay. didn't finish it. She really liked it. I mean, it's a beautiful game. I think it looks yeah. good. It's just it's something that's been on my backlog. And there's always something better or newer that's coming out that, it, you know, I just never
0: really got the chance to go back. And at this point, it's like, ah, there's so many other things. I keep twisting the top off, but that's only going to slow me down. Um, So, guys, yeah, check out the first one. It actually came out with the remastered collection of it, so you can play that. But this one, um, from everything that I'm gathering and reading and watching of other people playing it, they're saying that the first one had really vibrant colors, but it was kind of more focused on these darks and, like, these purplish colors, where this one's kind of taking the, the brighter colors and bringing them to the foreground. They're also showing that it's... The combat has evolved, and it's more of... Because now you can wield a sword, which you couldn't do in the first one. You kind of had this this character that kind of shot um, beams and stuff like that. It's kind of diving more into the RPG element where there's a purchase system, and each purchase can make each player's playthrough uh, uniquely different in a good way. Um, I was reading some people that were saying that you know he went more melee style when he fought a boss, so he was focusing more on these attacks where this other character was kind of doing these passive there's a butterfly you can buy that um does attacks for you and, and trips people up so the fact that the combat's gonna be unique in a game that looks more platform than uh than RPG kind of element I think this game's really gonna stand out and it's literally from today a week away. I think that's
1: pretty cool. I mean more variation especially for anybody who just doesn't like that you know if you know you take your skill train whatever path it is that you want to do. I always prefer to do that than whatever.
0: Yeah, I do want to give a shout-out because the developer of this is Moon Studios, but obviously the publisher is still Xbox Game Studios, and the genre falls under the Metroidvania. So, I mean, if you're a fan of those type of games, definitely go check it out. And the fact that it's on Game Pass, you can go play number one right now, beat it in a week, and play number two. Game Pass is killing again. There it is. So, Andrew, what do you got? My
1: first one is actually going to be Animal Crossing, which we just talked about just recently, coming out March 20th again developed by Nintendo EPD, published by Nintendo, so only coming out on the Switch. Huge game for those people who are into it. I personally, I, I think I like it. I think it looks absolutely great. Like, it looks like a really fun game. It's just, I don't know if I have that kind of time to delve into something like this because I'm super, like, nitpicky about something that I feel like I would actually probably get really lost in this game mm-hmm. and then fall behind on everything else. That and I just don't know. I Right now I have my Switch and my Xbox in separate rooms that if... Um, Maybe if I just had it all in one place on, like, an Xbox or something like that, this would be my warm-up game where I'd spend, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes in before doing something else. So either way, that's coming out on, uh, oh, yeah, again, March 20th. I think it looks great. It's a beautiful game. Um, They did say for some odd reason that you can build so those islands that you can build. A lot of people were kind of complaining recently because they just announced that the islands can only have a name with 10 letters Uh. or whatever in it. And I thought that was kind of a really an odd decision because with how much building and like customization and all the
0: different things you can do, 10 characters is the max for your yeah. island. Especially if you start an island off as the something, and there's already four with that and a blank and a space, so now you're already limited to what your title can be. I don't like that.
1: I don't even think you can make like Outer Heaven if you're trying to be like Metal Gear or something. Yeah. That's like more than 10 right off the bat, and that's always a popular name, I'm sure, for like a lot of things. So
0: either way, uh, do you think you're going to jump on that? Mm-hmm. Or- it's funny because we did, we had a big talk about it a couple episodes ago. It looks fantastic, and I just got, I literally was talking to Casey, and he was asking me, he's like, You're gonna get it? And I'm like, if any other circumstances, I probably would, because I enjoy games like that. But doing what Andrew and I do, we just, there's no time to play a game where you can, you lose yourself in 80 hours and not beat it. You know what I mean? It, that's, the appeal is more for those people that love delving their time into it i just we just don't have time i don't have time to to do that there's other smaller games that i'm playing that would take up that space so nothing against it i think it's for you that needs to get it it's just at this moment i can't play it there's too many games coming out to 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 do animal crossing
1: i think what i'm kind of more interested in is granted this is a full-blown game and i'm sure the other one has all kinds of ads and stuff is they came out with that mobile animal crossing so i wonder like what the big difference is. Like, why would I go out and purchase this when I have this other one that I plan my phone in, my bite-sized chunks and stuff like that? Yeah. Not that I don't think it would really hurt it, but,
0: yeah, so... Who, who knows? Definitely check it out because its it's been anticipated. It was it was pushed back from last year. Now's the time it's out. So if you've been waiting for it, definitely go to check it out. This is a friendly reminder that it is coming out later on this month. So anything else on that? <laughs> back to me. So, again guys, another game that we were talking about a few episodes back is Pokémon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That comes out uh tomorrow actually. So, by the time you're watching this, it should already be out. Exclusive for the Switch, uh developed by Chunsoft and this is obviously published by Pokémon Company Nintendo and it's a roguelike RPG. Uh we discussed this a while back, so nothing new there. The game looks good. If you're Like Pokemon, but you don't want to keep doing the battle system in turn of, like, you know, a Pokemon Red and Blue up until Switch, or even the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. This is kind of a different twist on it. Dungeon crawl your way through it. Um, Talk with different Pokemon. So if you want more Pokemon, this is the game to get into. And Pokemon right now is just blowing up the new movie. Is that on Netflix, the real old remastered one, so... Yeah, did you watch that yet? No, I was going to. I'm going... I'm go- I am going to. I almost did the other day, but I, I fell asleep. I think that's what I'm going to start... That'll be my new, like, fall asleep movie. Oh, I could definitely I'll... do that. I could definitely fall asleep to that. So, I don't know. The game look good to you? Is that something you wouldn't mind playing on your Switch? Because I know you and I have been playing a lot more of our Switch recently.
1: Yeah, because I just came off those other two big games, so I'm kind of taking a break from it. Um, I don't know, because it kind of doesn't, like, grab me. Because I really only care for Pokemon within the extent of, like, a traditional Pokemon game, right. like, A to B, whatever, and I feel like I got my Switch late, that I don't want to go back and play, um, I forget what it's called, the, the other one you have. Well, let's Go... Not mean? Let's Go, the other one. Sword ones. and Shield? Yeah, Sword and Shield. I feel like I kind of missed the bus on that, that you maybe... You enough. Oh, uh, yeah, that much <laughs> It's played, like we both beat it. <laughs> ...that maybe I will, uh, jump in around the DLC, but, I mean, it's for the something DLC. else outside that universe, I don't think I've... The only other thing that's ever grasped me from Pokemon... Outside of just the games, of course, I love the anime and like collectibles and shit, but I never play like Pokemon Pinball or Mystery Dungeon or the other stuff. It's like, snap. That was like the one exception mm-hmm. that I'm like, that is a Pokemon game that if they made that tomorrow, I would go and buy
0: it. Nice. So, and
1: I don't even know why, too. <laughs> why not? <laughs> so that's what I got for the next game. Andrew, <clears throat> what's your next? My next and final one is actually going to be Doom Eternal, probably arguably the biggest game of the month. That comes out on March 20th, the same day as. Animal Crossing, and of course that's made by, uh, developed by id Software, published by Bethesda. I do want to give a special shout out to my actual favorite part of the game, and that's going to be the composer, whose name is Mick Gordon, who did the uh, composition for... Hey, Mick Gordon? Mickey's? The uh, correlation there? He did Doom 2016, and uh, we were actually just watching a trailer where he had like a bunch of metal people come out, and it was, like, a behind-the-scenes trailer. He had a bunch of, like, metal vocalists come out, and they were recording, like, orga- uh, like choir vocals for, like, the soundtrack while showing some gameplay. I mean, it just looks like more Doom. There's a little bit more, like, I think you have, like, a, like a grappling hook to get... It's a lot more verticality to it, but
0: it's just the same straight More doom. in dude. your face, yeah. That game... Uh, if, we, if I remember... To, again, guys, I always got to try to remember what I'm doing. It, I, when I edit the videos, it's like 6 in the morning when I wake up and do it. You know, grab myself the less... You know, whatever I don't drink of this, and do it. And that vocalist thing, I think, is guaranteed worth your time because it was really cool to see those bu- behind-the-scenes kind of things, and that's the stuff I really like to watch. Yeah,
1: and I absolutely loved it, and especially the fact that he um, um, did the...
0: Get video Game
1: Awards that so we went to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, were saying, he, yeah. I we yeah he actually one. played live during the year that that game came out. And I watch that performance all the time because it's yeah. a it, absolutely great live. Even when I was playing the game, that was my absolute favorite part. And I do want to note that this game comes out on, uh, of course, Windows, Xbox, PlayStation 4, the Switch at a later date is what it says. Yeah. But
0: most importantly,
1: you get America's visual. new console, the Stadia.
0: <laughs> hey, one for me and one for you. Is don't don't you get the original Doom or something like that if you if you pre-order? Doom? I think if you pre-ordered it, it came with like Doom sixty four or something. Yeah, there you like go. That. So if you pre-order, guys. Go get it. Uh, anything else on Doom? No, nah, I'm done with that one. Okay, so the last game, guys, we want to um, give a shout-out to is Neo 2. This is an exclusive to the PS4. It comes out on the 13th of this month, developed by Team Ninja. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Team Ninja, which you shouldn't be, they've done uh, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, they've done Ninja Gaiden, Dead or Alive. They just did the Marvel Ultimate Alliance number three, and it's published by Sony Interactive. Now, this game, I mean, is, we're kind of, are we in a thing right now? We're more of these kind of Japanese-style games that are just coming to the forefront of what people are most anticipating and waiting to play. It definitely kind of looks, it looks like, good. It, like that feudal fill where yeah. everything. I know no, you pass. been craving it.
1: I definitely. I'll, I'll tell you what I didn't like is watching that trailer in English. Or. Oh. Uh, at least, like, the because when I played Sekiro, I was like, ah, oh, the English. I, I, yeah, not totally. that it's bad, but I just prefer it. Like, when I watch, like, give me subtitles movies and stuff like that, I would just prefer to read the subtitles.
0: Yeah, so the game looks good. You were saying it, um, it, it, it's like a, it's, like, it's almost like, like Dark Souls. Souls
1: in a way. This one's uh, got a little bit different. So, in the last one, you're just, um, a guy I don't think you really create your character this one you can create your own character and this is a prequel
0: to number one
1: yeah and this is a prequel to number one but again it's got that Dark Souls style gameplay this is actually a game that I'm jealous of that isn't an exclusive and I'm not sure exactly why it is I know that obviously Sony is publishing it but I don't think that they own the rights to Neo so I don't understand exactly why this game is only on PlayStation because that would definitely be something I would snatch up on Xbox get it and play here. We'll have camp out. I don't have time. It's still
0: going to be The Last of Us before 2 comes out. Oh, bro. So, guys, those are five games coming out this month that you should check out. And let us know, guys, because like I said, we like to play games and beat them. Let us know if there's anything we're missing. Let us know if there's a game that came out that you want us to play or that you're looking forward to because that's really, pun intended, the name of the game is to kind of spread knowledge and keep other gamers informed. And that's what Andrew and I are trying You know, our best to To do with you guys, so... Yeah, I mean, there's tons of hidden gems out there, so, I mean, if there's anything we overlooked, always let us know. So, definitely, guys, let's move into the second story of the day, and that is the... Oh, you know what I forgot to grab, and I'm sure it was a couple days ago? The Final Fantasy VII demo finally just came out, and that was what? Two days ago? Yeah, two days ago, I think. Came out Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. So, that just came out. You finally get to play the game. Um, It... I don't know. It was... (laughs) It was a little short for me because I wanted more. But I think it was a perfectly fine as a demo. It looked good. It played good. Your initial thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, I don't know how people were taking it. Well, I guess depending on the difficulty, if normal's that hard. But we were taking like three hours. It took us like 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. see, I mean, we, it's, we it's, also it's played actually, on like
1: easy though. So that way we could really kind of mess around. And, and we were kind of, a of passed the of control everything. around. We both were playing yeah, it. Yeah, we took turns. We tried the different fighting styles too. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Like it, again... It's wholeheartedly what I believe um, Final Fantasy VII should be. It's a heart remake. Like, they absolutely know that the same way I say about Resident Evil, how fondly I talk about that. They got the heart of what this game is about, and that is absolutely what is most important. And I actually personally like this new battle system. I can't, I, I know there's tons of people out there clamoring, like, oh, give us the turn base, give us the turn base. I don't understand how that would
0: really be. As fun, like I, I personally enjoy this. I think it's a lot better. I really look forward to it because I, I like an old school, traditional, you know, turn based RPG. Yeah, I love nothing wrong with that. Is next, man. But based with older graphics, you know, what I mean, I like my my sprites looking in a turn based combat. I like you know early PS two work. When I'm running around with these new guys, with Cloud looking as good as he is, with Barrett looking as good as he is. I don't I don't mess nec- I, I will play it if that is what's only offered, but I don't necessarily need it. If you if I can do a new system where cause it's not even a hack and slash, it's still you can stop. Pick your magic, pick your attacks, wait for your build-up. I mean the 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 turn base is still kind of there essentially since you're waiting for it to go. That's a more time based yeah, than anything. I I'm looking forward to it, but I can see let's say if uh, you know they're only doing it in these in these spurts. I could see a game that let's say is only X amount of hours if you're playing in a turn-based combat, maybe that just l- 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 lulls it out. you know. Maybe that just drags it out a little bit more to get the most out of that it, is, I guess. That is
1: kind of my thing, too, is when you're doing that turn-based, turn-based combat, after I get so powerful, there just comes to a point where I'm just like, fuck, another fight, X, like, I just start smashing the X button. Like I'm not dodging or doing whatever, planning out my attack. I'm just literally smashing whatever I think is going to win the fight the fastest.
0: Yeah, and I do like how the demo kind of showed... I, I mean... One thing that I was a little irritated at first is it bogs you down with a lot of commands. It tells you this is this, this is this, this is this, this is this, this, is this which was a lot. But I guess once you start well, playing a lot the taking g- it Yeah, once first, you start yeah. playing the game you're like, "Fuck, just let me play. Let me start smashing people." Cuz it seems like for the first 10 minutes it's like and you've, you like you would build able, Andrew found out you can just run by holding R1 or R2 or a little dash. It's like maybe another 10, 15 minutes into the game, it goes, oh yeah, and if you hit this, yeah, you can dash to this. It's like, well, fuck, anybody that knows how to play a game experiments with the controls before they start going. So I thought a little bit was unnecessary, but as a demo, it's just broadcasting to every age of game player. So I think as far as the demo goes, and spoilers, if you didn't
1: want to know anything about it, so I mean, we haven't talked story-wise or anything else like that, but the demo actually does, it's <clears throat> pretty much what you've been seeing. It's blowing up the first reactor from Cloud to the Train to fighting the Scorpions and blowing that up. And just a little bit of cutscene after that, nothing else. That's what kind of disappointed me about this demo is we've seen that a million times. Yeah, I'm I want the, like I I want to see a different area. They could have put something again, make it a thirty minute demo, make it a time demo, do, do something different, but put it something where that hasn't been shown. That again isn't gonna be a crazy huge surprise or anything like that. But for the people who don't believe that, I don't know how you're gonna make um. 50, 100, hour, whatever, whatever, multi-part game, and section one is mostly in Midgar because, again, another spoiler, and I sent this to Craig too. And this is outside news: is that they said that Red Thirteen is not going to be a playable character. He's going to be something, someone that tags along with you because you get him too close to the end of the game. That it doesn't really make sense for him to be playable because you don't you don't have time to get familiar with him and his tactics for it to really mean anything. So he's coming at the tail of this adventure. You get Red Thirteen pretty early in the game I feel if well depending on how fast you're running through it that how long is this part one? And that's my question to you is do you have an ideal spot where it would end and B how many
0: hours would you be satisfied with I I would have a more clear answer if they told me how many parts were coming. If they said Final Fantasy 7 is going to be two parts, okay, then I would yeah. say you know what? Then I would say, you I then I think it would maybe stop around here. If Final Fantasy is going to be five parts, then I have, I have no idea where you stop part 1 or part you know if, if it's three parts, that's kind of the thing where I, Andrew asked me this like a, a couple of days ago and I just I couldn't really put my finger on it cuz I'm like, well, I don't know how I don't know where this I don't know how many they are going to be. With what
1: this is I don't know how this game could be more than two parts because now that I'm playing The Witcher, that game is fucking massive. I hope we get all the way to the Turks. That's all in
0: one game. I hope we at least get introduced to the Turks. And I think maybe right around there, maybe that's might be where they stop if they're adding a lot more filler in because you, at that point you're still doing the... Um, I think you would do that. I think you're going to leave Midgar for sure. Maybe to make it to Nibelheim. I, I, no, yeah, I, I, nothing wrong with that. I just wish they'd told us how many there are going to be. How many hours would you be happy with? In the game? Yeah.
1: Because me, I'm looking for, like... If, if the, they're original, breaking it the original parts, one can put me
0: at 50... I'd say 20 to 30. Then I would say, yeah, maybe somewhere 40. I would be comfortable with 40. I wouldn't be mad if it was 40. Yeah. Oh, you mean just for the first part? Yeah, just oh, for the first oh, part. Oh, for the first part, then yeah. Then 15, 20 would be fantastic. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking more 20, 30. And let let
1: us know, because, I mean, that's the biggest thing, too, especially for a part one, that we have no clue how this is going to work, how many more parts yeah, is going to be. Yeah, that's what I can't figure
0: out, how many is it going to be. So. so, I
1: mean, that the demo was great. Like, I believe in the gameplay, and the That's the thing is I believed in the gameplay since they very first showed it off and showed off this game that normally when you put out a demo, it's always kind of to prove like, okay, you know, this is what we're doing. This is our vision. This is to make you believe. I don't believe because all you've done is show me everything I've already known since you showed this game off however long ago. It's all the same stuff.
0: It was one thing to watch Wedge, Babes, and Jesse on a trailer. But it was kind of cool to actually play with them and bump into them and see them. So I do feel they gave a lot of heart to characters that are so small. I think Barrett was maybe a little. Dude, I I would even throw
1: Je- Jesse into the running now as like one of your potential like side love interests she or whatever because she's a big flirt.
0: Yeah, she was. So, um, so that's the Final Fantasy VII demo, guys. It is out right now. Go check it out. Let us know what you think. Anything else you want to add to the FF7D? No. The FF7. Overall, though, did enjoy it. I would say go play it. Yeah, I almost want to go replay it now on the hard mode just to see what everyone's bitching about. There's no way that thing takes you fucking... I heard that tank kicks your ass. I'm going to beat the shit out of it now. So, guys, moving into our next and final story is the... And you guys have been hearing us talk about this. Again, I always reference past episodes because it always leads up to this. And this one in particular is the Game Developer Conference, the GDC as it's known, And we've been talking about... As every other company going on, big tech companies of the world are shutting down via the coronavirus scare, fright, and panic. Um, this is another one that's kind of taking it into consideration. It actually was supposed to come on uh, March 316, Stone Cold Day, to the 20th. It's now been postponed, and what they're saying is it's being postponed till hopefully somewhere in the summer. Um, that is, that's E3 time, so I'm just curious of where... I wonder if they postponed E3. I'm just... I mean, where are we moving to? Like, how many things are going to keep getting pushed back? And again, rightfully so. If you think there's a problem with or scared of anything else that can spread something, I get it. But, like, I mean, we're, we're as gamers, we're seeing our whole annual calendar events. Being shifted. I mean, this is the most radical I think it's ever been in decades. Things just moving around, to where we're going. Okay, well, when is this? When is this? Yeah, oh, there has been happening? a lot of it's not just game delays too. Yeah, I mean everything, but months. yeah, games big for us though, because I mean, how many pushbacks are we getting now? Now you can't go to GDC. Is E three next? Actually, I didn't send it to you earlier. You didn't?
1: That um, what do you got? The people who de- were designing the E three map floor, I think they're called like Eight Bit Gaming or something. I am Eight Bit Gaming. I like that. Actually said today that they're not doing it anymore. So it almost seems like they got fired. I don't know too much about them, but a lot of the comments I've seen were a lot of people saying like, oh good, they suck anyways, this and that. They weren't ever any good, blah, 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 whatever. So I can almost see E3 getting postponed now. Not, I'm sure because of the Corona scare, but now that they just lost the main designers for their floor and how it's going to work, and maybe because of all these complaints and all this backlash, that that's going to be something that we'll see later out this year. Maybe we'll see an E3 Later on this year, and this also almost brings more to the point. When are we going to see these consoles revealed?
0: Yeah, it's it's because it we're
1: going th- into we're in March now.
0: Yeah, we're in one of the we, we don't know w- anything should have been one of the most awesome times to look forward to future gaming technology systems innovations and being like, oh cool, I can't wait to watch these shows and see when they're going to be revealed, released, demo tested, played in front of me. Where it's just like, well shit, we don't now we don't know if. if Parts are going to be manufactured in time and it's going to influx price. We don't know if E3 is going to happen and, and we get to watch it. We don't know if, I mean, what comes at the end of the year. I mean, is Gamescom in August going to be affected by this? Is the Game Awards show that happens in LA going to be affected? I mean, are we going to move all the way to December and this still kind of be a thing? I mean, it's just, we live in a crazy time and Andrew and I were talking about GDC. I mean, the studios. way, safety
1: first. I mean, I'm glad they're yeah. taking that into consideration. So
0: if you guys were looking forward to the GDC, it has been officially postponed delayed and without um you know it's tba until when they're going to reveal summer is what they're expecting
1: and if no one else delays i don't know where they would fit this in
0: yeah at least that makes sense because i mean especially if you're going in in the downtown la using their thing and and you know we're getting reports of you know vegas being treated for you know coronavirus i mean that's it's it's dangerously close to home and that's something nobody likes to hear. Right. So, guys, leave us your thoughts on this. We we've, we've talked about it before. Jump into the comments, let us know your thoughts on it. If it's something you even really want to get into, we just thought we'd bring it to your attention because these big events are what gamers like us look forward to every year and unfortunately, this yeah, one This one that was going to be yeah, yeah, this one so, that's yeah. going to be happening in 10 days is now gone. So, that is it for stories. Shall we dare I say move into riffs? Yeah, I'm rip, with the Rip it up! Would uh, uh. you like to go first or second? I will go first. Go on. Preach on, baby boy.
1: Uh, so my first riff is actually going to be that there's a new Ghost of Tsushima trailer, which I think I'd mentioned earlier. Again, didn't like watching it in English, but the game looks beautiful, looks absolutely great, loving the theme of it, loving the way the story looks like it's panning out. But most importantly, they finally put out a release date of June 26th. So that is fairly close, and it seems like that delay wasn't by that that much. And I think what's even crazier is that The Last of Us comes out at the end of the month before that. So less than 30 days, or it might be around the 30-day mark, you're going to be getting two of the biggest PlayStation exclusives, arguably the two games that
0: people are looking forward to this year. And probably competing for the same audience, because it's not like you know, like a Call of Duty versus, like, a narrative gameplay. Like, these are two games that are going to be, you know, single-player... Single-player oriented, yeah. so, unless you've got time to cruise through one, you know, to pick up the next, one of them's probably sitting on your your back burner at least until you're comfortably done playing the other one, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe another, like, two months in between would have been a lot better. Because a month... I mean, you could definitely beat The Last was 2 in a month, but... If you're someone else who works a lot, can only put in thirty minutes a day, an hour a day, something like that. Or have X amount of dollars. Who knows how long that game is gonna take you? Yeah, or X amount of dollars that you can only have only had the one. one big, big game, game a month or yeah. something like that.
0: So who knows? Either way, it's almost here. Andrew's gonna buy it. He's gonna come over, pop it in the PS4, Fuck. play after he beats Last of Us One. Yeah, you're almost there. You're getting there. Um Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That looks good. It's one of the reasons why it's worth owning a PlayStation 4, because a good Two fucking good solid titles like that coming out back to back in the same month. So that's awesome. My next, or my first riff, guys, is that um, if you're a big fan of headsets, you like playing late at night, you don't want to wake up your. I really like this. Yeah, your your, your partner, you keep the kids asleep. Logitech G is um, developing an app with this company called Embody. And what it's designed to do is essentially make your headset. More prone to sounds, whether it be you know close or far away, and they're so they're developing this app where you scan in this QR code and then take a picture of your right ear, and then the AI uses an algorithm that analyzes it to show what parts of your ear are you know are going to be more influenced by what. So subscript it's a paid subscription with a two-week free trial period where it's three dollars and up. It didn't really jump into. We're what not I sponsored. Read. Yeah, we're not sponsored at all, but you can. So Nessa Logitech. Um, it's $3 and up. I don't know what the tiers consist of, but the article I was reading was somebody was playing resident evil two and they said it was leaps and bounds more intense playing it with that than it was playing it just on like a soundbar or regular headset or something like that. So if you are big into headsets, um, check this out, I'll I'll try to leave the article or at least a a link to it. Um, it's kind of a cool thing. I, I mean, we are moving more into the space of technology with our game systems are moving forward. I think that's kind of cool that you can start taking a picture of your ear to get better sound solely based on your design. So I think that's more kind of – I find that very interesting, especially because I don't think
1: that you're the biggest person for headsets. I'm not. But I have my headset, and I turn up the volume, and even when I'm playing like The Witcher or other stuff like that or Resident Evil, like I prefer to play with the headset now through the TV. I was always a TV player. And now I just, it's, I think it's weird. There's times where I do play without it, but that's my ideal sound now is with my headset. So anything that could make it better for me to hear what is going on, I'm all about that. I just, I I like to keep my ears open and know what's going on outside. There's so many noises
0: going on throughout the night. I like to know if someone's breaking into my house. If they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. <laughs> they're gonna ki- can you hold on? I'm right in the middle of this boss. So uh, that was my first riff. Andrew, we got time to dive into twosies. Uh,
1: yeah, my uh, final riff is actually going to be that season three of Castlevania launches today on Netflix. So get out there yeah. and check that out. If you're watching it, to- it's out. Been working all day, so I have not got to watch any of it. I read a couple previews, no spoilers or anything like that. In them, but saying that it was good and that uh the season continues to do best what it's been doing for the others, and that's really diving down and making fully fleshed out, you know, stories, lives, you know, experiences for these characters that were just side scrollers before, and that's what I love the most. Yeah, because before, you know, you just had Trevor, who's just he's just a side scroller who kills. Vampires that I believe is good. Now he's uh kind of immature at times, drunk with a heart of gold that
0: I love to death. Living up to an old family reputation that he hates. Yeah, I, 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 this is where I think most of these um these properties that want to dive into media that's outside of video games needs to go. Look at, I mean, we always say make a movie out of it, make a movie out of it, make a movie out of it. But we are living in a time where. I think, I mean, outside of maybe like the 50s, we're in the golden age of TV where Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all these things are developing TV programs, and now is the time to jump on board because the only way to express a Castlevania series properly is through a 12-episode arc. The Witcher, through a 10-episode arc. You can't do it in an hour and a half. And 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 both shows have been absolutely great. I'm critically acclaimed
1: as successes. I'm loving absolutely both of them, that I have absolute faith that Netflix is... Granted, they took a huge misstep with one of my favorite properties, Death Note, and completely fucked it up. I have absolute faith that they're going to kill Resident Evil and make it phenomenal. So, yeah. can't be any worse than the movies, which are also coming to Netflix.
0: Oh, boo! This month. Actually, it, I
1: think they came two days ago. Hey, they came, they saw. Yeah. It's not the going, it's
0: the coming. <laughs> Anything else on that?
1: No, I'm done. So Go st-
0: out there and watch it. So, sticking with the theme of um, the transition between. One media to the next. HBO has announced that they've picked up The Last of Us property to develop a TV series. So, um, again, if you're familiar with The Last of Us, post-apocalyptic, zombie-type exploration. and Now, most people will shout out that there's no room for it, right? We've done zombies to death. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. And then Netflix already actually has another one. I forget what it's called. You know what? I forget the name of it, and Dante would probably kill me, but I really enjoyed it. It had... uh, um, uh, Matthew Broderick in it. Um, anyway, it was really good. But HBO's picking this up. And HBO, um, Craig Mazin, and any Craig's a good Craig, he's the creator of Chernobyl. And that almost unanimously looked at is a 10 series. So if you guys have not go- gone and seen uh, Chernobyl, go check it out based on real events. It's extremely kind of terrifying to realize what actually happened in our country at a certain point in time. So if they can bring that realism, because Neil Druckmann's also on board to get this done and he's the creator creative director of the game. So you put those two heads together, I'm sure they can make a Last of Us HBO, you know, ten part series work. So like I said, you know, again, a few episodes back, we are in the age that video games are finally getting their dues. If that's something you want, because video games moving into you know, TV and movies isn't for everybody. Some people say leave it on the console, and, you know, maybe that's for you. I like watching explored Narratives, but that is happening. They've come for their doing proper. They've come for it. So um, we're done with riffs? Yep. Okay, so let's move into video game questions of the week, 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 week. So, mm. uh, you know what, and you forgot to remind me, is we didn't grab that. Oh, the quote. Grab the quote. So too little, too late. The game's forgot bigass. <laughs> I should have just left it up. So, guys, our first question comes from Auburn Stein, and this was an interesting question. And he asked, "What game games would you guys recommend to an eleven to twelve year old in twenty twenty with only a hundred dollars to spend? You can only choose one console, and you have one year's worth of live. I'm assuming a, a paid service for online already paid for." Don't worry about tax and pretend the Game Pass doesn't exist. So you're already kind of kind of pointing to where Andrew and I lie since most of our gameplay is on Xbox versus the Switch or the PlayStation. That's kind of where our heads were already at. And I do this all the time. So I really like the question. There's days where I sit on the deals day and I always go to myself. I'm like, man, if I was 14 and I had $100, what would I pick out? Dude, what every would time I, I see buy?
1: Gino, he's on the deals.
0: Oh, man. It's, so it's very cool. So Andrew and I did this. Together we didn't we didn't make a separate list and what we came up with for the hundred dollars for an eleven to twelve year old with a little bit of reasoning behind depending
1: it depending on how you raise your child
0: depending on how you raise your child you know tomato tomato is for forty dollars Andrew
1: liked I chose the Spyro trilogy because I absolutely loved it game from my past blast from the past and I think it was an amazing remake three games for forty bucks couldn't beat it
0: three games for forty bucks that's got that's some solid value and up-res and up you know remastered. Looks great. so Very child-friendly, one, and I mean, if you have that nostalgia for Spiral, And the irony is, that's probably what we were playing at 11, 12, 13, so... Yeah, I think that's what... was right the around there. For that. Uh, the next one, for $31, was Rainbow Six. We landed on this one because... Siege, of course. Siege, so yeah. So if you're gonna get a first-person shooter, you know, gun-action game... This is a solid one to get at, at essentially half price from a $6 game because it's constantly being built upon and people are regarding it as some of the best free uh, the free add-ons that are coming to this game it's in free a long, long, long while. It's free add-ons.
1: You can pay for the pass to get the characters that you want to, whatever, like that, earlier. But you can unlock everything in there naturally through gameplay. It will take some time, of course, but this game is the gift that keeps on giving. And I personally still love it, and I messed up the timer okay. by accident, so okay. I <laughs> turned it off. So now, whoa! Now you throw me off.
0: So, um, so that's so now you get your three games for for child friendly. You've got your shooter. The next one that I remember fondly, and Andrew I believe does too. For fifteen dollars, you can grab yourself Castle Crashers. Now that is a beautiful side scroller, nice four, play, four player game. So if you've got friends that are coming over and you want to pass some controllers around, you can jump on that. That's going to take you through levels. Excellent little game, um, r- widely regarded as, I, if I'm remembering correctly, as one of Xbox's original indie games that blew the fuck up. I mean, the, the $15 game that I'm talking about now is the remastered from the old one that came out back when uh, Xbox I remember
1: When they used to do like the Xbox Live Summer Arcade and yeah, something, yeah. that wasn't that one of them, I think? I
0: believe so, I believe so. It was one of the highlights. I know it was one of the first big games to come out like that. Yeah, it, it, that took a lot of people by storm because of how, how good it was. Um, the next one... Which was, there's we're going to do Return to Arkham. Now, once upon a time, you could get the trilogy for very dirt cheap. Right now, you can get um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for $10. Both amazing games. Both fantastic games. So if you're an 11, 12-year-old and you like comic books or you like the movie Batman... These are two good games to jump into that could take up a good chunk of your time. Replayability and definitely exploration. That puts us at... Yeah, I don't know what kid wouldn't want to play as Batman. Yeah, yeah. Not in the Batman games I had as a child. Oh, yeah. Go play the uh, Batman Forever game on the uh, Super Nintendo and tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Um, That puts us at $96. So for $4 that left, uh, we found Miss Pac-Man Arcade. And that caps us out at $100. That puts... You know that puts you into the shoes of playing an old school '80s game. It also gets mom and dad involved if it's something they're doing. It's it's definitely rounds it off in that family friendly game. So that's a hundred dollars well spent. As of today, we looked at today, so that's not to say in six months what our what our hundred dollar choice would be. So leave me your list of a hundred bucks because I want to see a better list. I was pretty good I kind of wanted to avoid big AAA titles because sixty bucks can eat your hundred dollars fast, and then you got forty dollars to play with. So right. that's our list, and I hope you. Enjoy it. I hope you're not giving a 12-year-old $100 and uh, buying him games. So the last question, guys, comes from Chet Christensen. And I believe this is his first question on the show. But if not, Chet, I'm sorry. So he asks, have you guys been keeping track of Valorant? Or have you heard of it? Because it's a game I'm super pumped for. Keep up the good work, you sexy beast. Well, chat. we appreciate being appreciated. Thank you. So, Andrew and I, I'm not familiar with it. You weren't familiar with it until we started looking at it, correct?
1: No, no. Uh, Neither of us are, like, huge into PC. I mean, I kind of keep my eye on some games, like, uh, like I I knew about PUBG before it came out. I can't even remember this other one that's on PC now where, like, you can put all kinds of shit on all kinds of guns, and it's the new hotness. I forget the name, but when I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I've seen that before. So this game, I've actually never seen before until we were looking at it earlier, and I think it pretty much just looks like Counter-Strike almost kind of mixed with um, um, Overwatch, Overwatch is what I have to say, because they had um, the movement, the shooting, everything looked like Counter-Strike, except for it looked like they had individual characters that had Overwatch skills. So, like, this one dude put down these things that made almost like... A firewall that you could shoot through, but you can't really see through. So you can either try and get a lucky shot, like a try and throw stuff lines. through. I don't know how bad that would hurt you trying to run through, if that would instantly kill you. Whatever, any any sort of thing. It almost looked like these people had sort of special abilities. That and some of the guns looked a lot more futuristic than what Counter-Strike's were. But this game looks like... That is its most heavy influence, would be Counter Strike because the way the move, the way the guy's hands are like sitting like idly and stuff like that, looks just like Counter Strike. If you had just show me a screenshot of someone's hands like that, I was like, ah, it just kind of looks like a worse version of Counter Strike. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> and Andrew, we were again, so forgive us if there's better footage to watch. We were watching the alpha footage, so we were kind of watching you know, stage one of it going on because I mean, it looked a little i don't want to say dated but it looked rougher but once we realized it was alpha footage i was like okay cool so i can see where the appeal is because like andrew was saying counter-strike-esque which you know blew up as one of the you know pc's most popular and still is one of and correct us if we're wrong if valorant's coming onto anything else but it looked like it was pc um only and then yeah once you can throw in powers i always applaud games that can do shooting with some sort of you know whether it be magic or or you know nanobyte technology that lets you do something. So that's always cool because it adds another element because I was literally we were talking, I'm like, what separates this from just being a Call of Duty or a Rainbow Six with guns and then the wall throw up. I'm like, oh well there you go. It's got ability Yeah, that was the first thing I said. Like that. I was
1: like, oh this just looks like a rip off the of counter strike and then they put off the thing. I was like, oh okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, so
0: I'm glad and again guys this is what kind of the show's about. I'm glad you put this on our map because I would have been completely ignorant of what Valorant was and now it's in my attention. I've watched videos. We've given we've given it its time we're talking about it we're telling I'll you guys about, about it. it
1: but we'll be honest we're not going to play it because neither yeah, of us it's are it's pc players. if it's
0: a pc exclusive we, we are mainly console folk around here so. and that's
1: just because i work all day fixing computers i do not have time to go home and fuck around with my so it own sounds computer. like that's
0: the bottom line because Mickey's said so. <laughs> so guys, that is the I wish end we just ended the episode we right could end. have. That is the end of this episode guys. We appreciate you hanging with us. Drop in the comments, comment on anything we've talked about and make sure until next time, you know that I am Craig Perales and that Mickey is Major- Montemayor is Mickey Montemayor. <laughs> Cheers. I'm actually – I thought I was going to have a lot more of that 40 left, but then I just started, like, cruising. And outside, I, the I, same thing – I almost had it done, and if we would have go another five minutes, I could have. But the biggest factor, again, is just how small that fucking top – like, I can't get, like,
1: my, like, my fucking – I can't from. get into the groove. Yeah. I just really want to start Seinfeld, but I'm just like – Oh, dude. When I wa- try to
0: watch the episodes, they
1: suck. I like, I watch I'll these give clips, you... they're
0: good. Actually, I'll never go on your Hulu. I'll make you a list. I'll just text it to you. Six episodes. You watch those. To start with. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't need to watch all nine seasons like I fall in love with. Because you you don't want to watch season one through two. I know you're not going to like them. Uh, I'll just make... I started it,
1: and oh, man. What I'll do... And with... I'm
0: glad... I'll dude, make they you a season, rid of a make a season three list. Did they get, get rid, rid of a stand-up eventually? Uh, Some episodes.
1: Like where it's it's not as prominent as it was. Yeah. Yeah, there's all that, his stand up is the worst part. And I'm like, I get that that's what it was for its time, but even at its time, I don't would have think that I would have thought that that was it's funny.
0: Definitely gone by like season six. So man, maybe it's
1: I, the one I hate the most is like, oh whatever, your your laundry's fucking dancing, and then you fucking lose your socks. <laughs> and blah, I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is so fucking lame, bro.
0: No, it's fantastic. But I'll make you a list of everything you should watch in season three, four, five, and just do that. But I would say go backwards. Start at nine. That way you can get the good stuff. And then if you feel like watching the older stuff, that's how you'll... Okay, I, you'll I, I would be it. about that. Okay, I'll do that for you. I'd be about I feel like that. as a Seinfeld fan, I am I owe that to you.
1: I enjoy it. Like I said, there's lots of clips. Like, I like the people. They all have their individual moments. It's not like there's anybody dude, every the
0: Steinbrenner episode is my favorite, dude. I don't even know who that is. I have George Steinbrenner? He's the uh, owner of the oh. Yankees. Was? He passed away.
1: Is that the dude who owns the company George works for? Yeah. The company? Yeah, he owns the Yankees. Yeah, because... No, when he's fucking... Gets under his desk and he's trying to take a nap and yeah, dude fucking guy, sits angry. there. Uh-huh. Oh, Earthquake, get under the desk. But he <laughs> doesn't get record. fired because of... Oh. Like,
0: a, like a man. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> hey, kids, what do you think of the song? Oh, <laughs> hey, you gotta like hit with the tunes? What's this one? Oh, my God, my babies! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little, uh, empty calories and some milk curiosity, a eh, Georgie? But I love that one, though, dude. You do Do you ever yearn?
1: Is. I crave. I do constantly I constantly uh, crave. Oh, I man. don't know if I yearned. Oh, I yearn. You got any women? No. No. Any money? No. no. You got
0: anything on the rise? No. Yeah, that was my favorite part. Oh, dude, it's the best. Well, what's getting you out of bed every day? I like to read the news. There's nothing wrong with being a Seinfeld fan in clip doses.
1: I appreciate it for what it is. Because there are scenes that still. Because t- that's the tell thing, is I'll never say, like, it, like, if someone told me I love Seinfeld, I would never say, like, why, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I could objectively say, like, from what I've seen, it's bad, but there's lots
0: of. Good. I think you like its heart. You just don't like the acting and the, some of the storytelling because it's it's low. Maybe it's because I
1: maybe it's because I've only seen the earlier shit. But a lot of the a lot of those clips fu- do fucking kill me. Like the one where you. like Kramer's like swimming in the fucking river and shit like that. Like, <laughs> three that's hours in this and I'm a whole inch taller. <laughs> that's right, like a whole episode. I'm Like dude, that shit's fucking hilarious. Oh dude,
0: that's a good episode. Oh, I'm trying to remember actually what the name of that one is. That's what I try to do. I try to remember like what the names are, but I mean, all I'm remembering is Kramer's storyline. I'll tell you what I haven't watched
1: in a while. But oh, I'm way behind on it. Is, that's where George sleeps
0: under the desk. Oh, is that the same, the same? That's the side. same.
1: <laughs> it's the same guy.
0: Yeah, Jerry gets his kitchen redone. Um, Elaine gets the bed, and then Kramer's swimming in the. You want about the lake? that big? I about that big. that yeah, you can oh, do that. that, yeah.
1: dude. That's what I want. You want to go, uh, go home. Go and take a nap. That's what George wants,
0: dude. So wait, you said always sunny?
1: I haven't watched that in a minute.
0: Why? I don't know. Well, here's a, the weird difference between Seinfeld. Oh, because I always started sunny. watching.
1: It's always sunny. I think it's is it season thirteen that's the weird one where they returned and it was then sort of like mini Kaling and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, they're past thirteen, so. Yeah,
1: no, no, I know that, but I was like, ah, oh, this is. I didn't. I haven't even finished that because I was like, ah, oh, it's really hit or miss. I don't feel like it's. It's like it was before. I don't know. No,
0: it's definitely changed. I mean, but I find when I'm watching Seinfeld, I can fall asleep to it and just like listen to it. When I when I turn on Always Sunny, like I have to like watch it. You know what I mean? Because there's always so much going on. I'm always late. so. That's why like yeah, I, I'm, I can't I can't fall asleep to Always Sunny because yeah, it keeps me awake. I'm like that with fucking
1: anything, man. Like you could have on the world's I could I couldn't give a shit less about it. And if it's on the TV, I'll be trying to sleep. And as soon as I hear like, "Oh well, this and that," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, I mean, I might as well see what all the fuss is about." Dude,
0: so the other night when the power went out, we had to pop in DVDs because that was all that was running. I I was like, "Okay, I'll fall asleep." How the fuck you
1: have a DVD running with the power out? What
0: do you mean? Uh,
1: the, oh, the, you have internet's, portable? the internet's out. Oh, the, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. The internet was out, not not oh, electricity. Okay. I was like, uh, "All <laughs> right." No, the internet was out. So I popped in because uh, I've seen Toy Story one enough. So I started with two. Popped in two. Didn't po- <laughs> watch the whole thing. <laughs> popped in one Watched the whole thing And then I I think she has three Did three Watched the whole thing And I was like shit It was like so late And I was just like Did you watch four yet? I, we did We watched four the other night Because now it's on Disney Plus Oh I haven't
1: seen it yet I don't think
0: You have plus She's seen thing? like
1: two Yeah I do have it She doesn't sing two I, I think, think she's only seen it. one She's seen one That I think made parts of three Because I just quote that fucking, We're all just trash We'd be thrown away Where's your kid now Sheriff <laughs> Oh Yeah <laughs>
0: Oh. Lotso. Lotso. <laughs> Big
1: Baby, no! Big
0: Baby. <laughs> now we got to take it easy on some of us
1: older toys. But, uh, I love those movies, too. I think they're great. I've always loved Toy Story. Oh, did you watch that Pixar documentary that's on Netflix? I've seen three
0: Pixar documentaries.
1: Oh, you know, I think I asked you about this before. And then. I always said the, the same The ones Steve
0: Jobs? Yeah. Dude, good shit, they're man. They're all good shit. I, that's what i was saying when we're talking about Doom. I love the behind-the-scenes shit. Like, I love... Tidbits of things that like, you didn't know that made something that you're completely infatuated with. I
1: wish I had said that. Mick, I hope McGordon has a matching fucking Corvette. Oh. Red Cor- is it, was it Corvette? Is, it what, is that what they drove?
0: Was it a Corvette or Mercedes? No, it wasn't. It's Mercedes. not a Mercedes. Because I won't drive a German car. I don't know. Is that? That's from Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, what, <is> that? <laughs> what the fuck? What did they have? Matching Ferraris. Oh, matching red oh, Ferraris. And
1: you know, why shouldn't they